welcome to episode 66 of Lights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, sir. Not as good as some. How are you? Uh, after this morning, Dave, I, I'm wondering if I'm feeling like Jeffrey Dahmer Uh-oh. used to feel. Uh-oh. And I'm a little worried about it because at approximately 3.42 a.m., I think I had my second kill. And it may oh. actually be my <laughs> oh, no. it may actually be my first kill, but I want to say at one time when I was younger, I hit a squirrel. But I'm traveling down uh, M13 North. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. At 340. Well, he got his start by killing animals. Oh, he did? Yes. Oh, that's, see, that's I, yeah, yeah, I don't know the background. Yes, yeah, yep. and, and I'm driving north on that. M13 heading to work at 342, 345 this morning. And I... I see the rabbit coming from the, the left side, so coming from the west, running east across 13, and it's a ghost town at 342 in the morning on M13, but I, you know, I'm not going to fucking roll my vehicle to save the no. rabbit, so I kind of like veer to the left and hope I miss him, Sure. and the front of my vehicle missed him, and then a second after the, boom, <laughs> I, I, heard, I heard it hit. Ah, but the them, other them rabbits are foul, cruel creatures. But, you know, so now that I was thinking, geez, that, is that my first or my second kill? And then, I, then it dawned on me. That's how Dahmer got his start. And it was like, God, I hope this doesn't spiral out of control. Yeah, I, um, you bring that up. It reminds me I was uh, in high school. I had study hall first hour, so I didn't have to come in as a senior. But, of course, I slept in a little bit too late. I'm, on, I'm a little bit in a hurry. And I'm on my way to school, and I'm flying. I'm probably doing about 45 and a 35. And lo and behold, the, you know, the trash was out that day. And some dog just darts out, you know, like he's hiding behind the garbage can. He's going to attack whatever comes by. Well, he attacked my 1979, you know, Torino. And uh, the dog lost on that one. I and I felt horrible. I felt terrible. But I'm like, the yes, dog. You're more, you're more dominant than me. I only killed a rabbit. You killed a dog. <laughs> it was a it was a good size. It was like a sixty. It was about the size of Duke, sixty seventy pound dog. Um, so that made a little more than a. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> anyway, did you did you go knock? Oh, out? I did. I had to go up. I, I'm I'm really sorry, but your dog jetted out. Well, did, yeah, they were like, yeah, he tends to do that. That's too bad. I'm so like, ah, fuck him. He's dead. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I. I woke. I think the the lady of the house uh, was was still sleeping because I was pretty persistent on the door uh, the doorbell. But anyway, so I didn't. I said I'm kind of late. I, I didn't even bring the dog up. I said it's still laying alongside the road. <laughs> oh yeah, you. Oh, that's all right. We'll take care yeah, of it. Yeah, you you told her you can't be expected to carry the dog up to her. Like, Here, hey, here's your dead dog. Um. So, before we get started with our fun and facts and antidotes and quibbles and just top foolery, if you will, <laughs> let's uh, introduce our first casing. Um, we got a little stargazer. Uh-huh. Uh, I believe that's a mermaid jumping out looking at what appears to be the North Star. Mm-hmm. Uh, Attractive-looking mermaid, too, by the way. That's why I had my... Yeah, I know. I yeah. I mean, the silhouette's attractive. You can't see your face or anything. But what we have is a little stargazer, a double New England-style India Pale Ale from the Connecticut Valley Brewing Company. Clocks in at 
a night high, 8.1%, 45 IBUs. Is the, the L word pint glass I'm drinking on a day, is that for Lilo now? Nope, that is for Lucky's. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that's a grocery store chain that actually has a, a small microbrew in it. Oh, okay. And your shopping carts actually have uh, have mm -hmm. uh, uh, cup holders. Oh, okay. So you can uh, you can get a pint while you're shopping for your favorite that's like, stuff. That's like Horace. Oh, there you go. In uh, Lansing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fun. Golden. Nice and hazy. hazy. Yep. Cheers. Well, that was a push. Hey, well, that was a push. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. What is it? I have to read and look at the ingredients. It kind of reminds me of that uh, the murky series that we drank. It's got that wonky taste to it. There's the fruitiness to it. Yep. And then it's got a little something like some yeah. coriander or something. Oh, you and Klein and your fucking coriander. Everything doesn't have coriander in it. Right, Maybe we, here, but I want to. I want to show you on the can. Did you see this guy lurking, kind mm -hmm. of stalking, or I did not. He just pointed it out. What is that guy doing over there? It looks like kind of he's a... eyeballing the mermaid. He's stargazing. <laughs> he is. He's kind of got a Superman thing going there, but that would be a copyright infringement. So obviously, it's not Superman. Uh, one week from the night, we'll be in uh, Texas. So episode 67, who knows? Maybe comes out on Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning. You know, right. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll let the chips fall where they may, as they say. Um, well, yeah. Uh, what we've watched, Blackhawk Larry or Grandpa Blackhawk. Ah, fucking still Black. It's it like the Dow of Benson. It always be Pacific Center to me. Right. Well. So, um. You grew up here, though. He, he's going to uh, probably fast forward, but I hope hang tight on your fast forward for one second. Um, the Showtime, the seven-day free trial, I'm well into paying the ten ninety-nine a month, and they real descend because now we're going to have to have it for at least a couple months because Liz and I did watch City on a Hill with Kevin Bacon. Hey. Um. Uh, Does he dance in this one? No. Okay. He's a crooked FBI agent, and uh, it's fucking fantastic. And season two starts uh, March 28th. Yeah. So they roped us in with season one, so now we got to <laughs> continue on with the showtime at ten ninety nine a month. But hey, fuck it. Uh, uh, Shameless, we're through episode eight. Episode nine will be tomorrow. I don't know how many the series finale has. Uh, the season finale. The series finale season. I don't know if it's 10, 11, 12, 13, but tomorrow's episode 9. You know, all our listeners, this is the one I've actually, this is a rewatch for me. And I challenge everybody, and when you hear the word wrestling and you already block it out, stop. Hear me out. And I watched this originally before we had uh, Blackhawk Larry's favorite segment okay. of what have we watched. Right. We know how much he likes this segment. And I just rewatched it because it became available on Hulu. All right. And it's called Dark Side of the Ring. It's two seasons, six episodes. I recommend them all because they're very interesting because it's, it's exactly what it says it is, the dark side of the ring. So, yeah, there's wrestling in it, but it's yeah. not Monday Night Raw. I mean, you don't have to sit and watch sure, the, sure. the wrestling. But the one that I want, I challenge everybody to watch, even though parts one and two of the Crispin Waugh story, uh, the killing of Bruiser Brody, 
uh, the Montreal Screwjob. They're all very interesting. And how they do it is um, there's actually some footage, actual footage, uh, from the archives of whatever wrestling promotion it is. There's uh, interviews with people that were involved in it. And then they do kind of like a dark shot right. reenactment okay. of this, that, and the other. Exactly everything with it. But the one you have to look for and have to watch for those people who say wrestling is fake is the one about New Jack. And <laughs> this guy is so crazy, I want to be his friend. And I mean, he says right out front, it's like, you know, the shit he did before his match, he's like, I'm all coked up as a motherfucker. You know, and so he's doing coke at, you know, in, the, in the locker room oh, just before every match. And they show some actual footage and some of the shit he did. It, number, it's amazing he's not dead, much less behind bars. Right. And that one is worth If you don't watch any of them, and I know people are like, oh, wrestling, wrestling's fake. I'm not fucking watching anything to do with wrestling. Please. <laughs> the uh, dark side of the ring, the one about New Jack for sure. Okay. And the footage of the shit they do. It, it's amazing. There's no way this guy right. should be alive. Well, that's why I always thought one a newer wrestler, uh, Ryback. Uh, this guy is. Uh, I don't know. I just you brought up you know doing coke before. I don't know what this guy was on, but I, I never said it because the kids were smaller. And I'm like, this guy's on something. Oh, he's on a bunch of juice. But I tell you what, you if you watch Dark Side of the Ring on Hulu, the New Jack episode. New Jack makes Ryback look like a pussy. Okay. And, and New Jack ain't a big dude. Right. I mean, he I mean, he, he is fucked up beyond belief. <laughs> and, the, and they show actual footage from his uh, ECW days and his post-ECW, like in just like Joe Schmo wrestling organization, and it's it's bizarre. <laughs> and you have to watch. The, the, and the other, like I say, the, the Chris Benoit... It's very interesting too. Okay. I mean, so and that's what it is. Yeah, it, it pertains to wrestling people, but it is what it's, the title says: the dark side of the ring. Sure. So, I mean, you're not just watching the Monday Night Raw where like right, guys right. Are, you know choreographed everything. And sure, 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 sure. So, yeah. all right, welcome back, Grandpa Blackhawk. But uh, as we're continuing to enjoy Stargazer here, Dave. So, what did you watch, Dave? Oh, yeah. Thanks. You're going, typically, you're so busy, you don't yeah, have anything to watch. So true, true, true. Jump in and say it. <laughs> I just did. Uh, anyway, uh, I had to continue on with uh, the Disney Plus. I know you're not a Marvel guy, but they just started the um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, Never. very interesting. First episode, 50 minutes. A little bit different than the WandaVision, a little bit longer. So it's a series-like WandaVision. It's a series-like WandaVision, except they're actually, it's more it's more of a continuation of what happened after uh, the end of Endgame. Um, so, Endgame is Avengers? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the defeat of Thanos and, you know, uh, so Captain America, uh, he kind of, he's done as, a, as, a, as an Avenger. And, you know, he gives his shield to Falcon. Falcon, without too many spoilers, Falcon is really, uh, he's really conflicted on, you know, whether he wants to take up the shield. It's not really his. Can he be Captain America? That kind of thing. I will say that the first episode, it's a lot of plot building. But if you're a Marvel person, you'll really enjoy it. Because you, you can see where it's going. 
All right. Now, is this like when you say it's like um, WandaVision, is it something that you have to come back week to week, or can you just rip through this series, or is it like WandaVision where it came out every Friday? It's coming out every Friday. Okay. Yep, same same format. All right. Yep. See, now, if I would have known that about WandaVision, I think what I would have done is waited, waited. and then ripped it. Right. Right, and in in I guess you know if I if I had my druthers I'd maybe do that, but because I'm such a Marvel geek, you know I can't wait. So. Right. Uh, the other thing, I, have you ever watched Grand Tour on uh, Prime, Amazon Prime? Grand Tour, it's an auto show. Uh, three Brits that uh, just love cars, love cars. But I just want to I want to say I saw a commercial for the Porsche um, Taycan. It's a it's a new all electric Porsche, and that really should have been kind of my random question maybe for today about electric vehicles and whatnot. But I wanted to bring this up. It reminded me of this episode on Grand Tour, where uh, there was this car called a Rim a Rimac, uh, Rimac or Rimac, I can't remember. Uh, uh, Eastern European uh, car manufacturer. It's a hundred percent electric, right? Well, in this episode, uh, they go up. They take this car on an airstrip in Switzerland, and they they drag race it against a Lamborghini and um, a Honda NSX, which is a hybrid electric. But they're all supercars, right? Right. You know, like 600 horsepower and above. This electric car, absolutely from the from the second the light turned green, just roasted those other two cars, made them look stupid. Like, I want to say within within 10 seconds, it was doing 230 miles an hour. Like, amazing. Just stupid. So, I mean, with electric vehicles, if people are kind of hemming and hawing about, I mean, of course, those the, the car buffs that, and they say this in the show, you know, if you like the sound of a car and an engine, obviously you're not going to like the, the electric vehicles. But the electric vehicles that they're coming out with or the technology that's evolving is stupid. It's dumb. It's so it's really amazing. So I thought I went back and watched that episode of Grand Tour uh, just so and I could watch a, it again. And that's a series. Yeah, yeah. I bet and I scroll through a bunch of shit on Amazon Prime. And I never if stuff. you watch it once, Grand Tour will come up. Like right. yeah, it'll it's it's like a Google search, you know, and all of a sudden it it, it won't leave your search. It, it'll be up as one of your options for right. six months. Right. Yeah. So. But that's it. All right. Um. I'm more inclined to do the Disney Plus one than the Grand Tour because I've never been a car guy. I've never, I think it's idiotic when, you know, but let's say late April, you'll ride by and everybody's washing their car. And I'm like, I, 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 you are such a stupid fuck. <laughs> so you guys, I would never. I would never wash my fucking car by hand. I take my car through the car wash maybe twice a year, maybe, and that's just to get the dust off the dashboard with the wipes they give you because I'm never going to buy the armor all right. to fucking do it myself. Right. So I'm going to take that wipe. And the, you know, the people that like... Yeah. I mean, if you had like a, you know, a 67 Camaro mint condition, yeah. I still yeah. don't know if I'd fucking wash that truck <laughs> myself. I'd be like, that, you know... I don't. We don't even give our dog a bath. I'm not gonna fucking walk. You car. would if you had a uh, if you had a, a, a T bird with the with the uh, uh, with the uh, what the hell is the Sun name run. of the bird on uh, the yeah the T top with the the firebird the firebird yeah. on the yeah it was a goddamn <laughs> with the firebird on the front of it black with the gold you wouldn't but if T bird is actually the thunderbird 
Well, but and it's you not had a, a firebird, so you wanted the, the firebird. The yeah, firebird. I, I still wouldn't watch that fucker. I mean, maybe take that through the car wash every once in a while. I, I might go three times a year if I had a firebird. Yeah. But, you know, the, the old Equinox, I, this is <laughs> this is year three of the leash. That bad, that bad girl has been through the car wash, I think, twice. Okay. In <laughs> two years. Right. So. Um, my 2009 Kia, you know how, you know how much that goes through the car. Oh yeah. 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 Never. Right. That's what I'm saying. How often you wash it yourself. <laughs> Never. Exactly. See, they're, they're probably on that one. But, uh, hey, I think it's time to introduce our new segment. Oh, we got a new segment? Yeah. Yes, we do. So what's the name of this new segment? Um, I, I was I, I was going to maybe fuck you. It's our fuck yous of the week. It could be something right. funny. Yep. It could be something that really irritated you personally. Something you read. Something you saw. And I'm going to start it off. And we'll we'll volley we'll back and forth here, Dave. Sure. My first fuck you of the week goes to all those critics who and, and as pod listeners know, you know, rewind to episodes during the football season where yours truly just absolutely eviscerated the Bears. Right. But I'm a lifetime fan. I could do that. It's just like maybe your mother makes a terrible meatloaf. Well, you can make fun of your mother's meatloaf, but I can't come over and eat your, and say, hey, Jesus Christ, Dave, your mom's meatloaf is terrible. That would be offensive. Right. It's not my place to say your mom's meatloaf is terrible, but you, you can make fun of it. Right. Just like as a Bear fan, I can make fun of it. Right. But all these people that are screaming up bloody murder, like, <laughs> you, you're going after Russell Wilson, settle for Andy Dalton, Jesus Christ, uh, off-season day for the Bears, D+. Plus, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, first of all, what was Virginia McCaskey supposed to go to the Seattle, to Pete Carroll and the Seattle ownership and spread her legs and say, hey, come on, boys, I'm getting Russell Wilson. You take your fill of me all 94 years old or whatever she is, they they offered three fucking number one, a third rounder, and two current players. And supposedly, allegedly, one of the two players would have been Khalil Mack because Seattle definitely needs an edge rusher. Right. Three ones, a third, and two current players, one of which is Khalil Mack, and Seattle said no thank you. Right. To me, it sounded like the Bears fucking tried. Oh, yeah. They weren't going to sign Mitch Trubisky. They need a quarterback, and I'm telling you right now, minutes before this happened, Nick and I were at the gym, and I told my son, Nick, I said, you know, now that they're not getting Wilson, I mean, I think they should just, like, sign a guy like Dalton. Sure. You know, as a stopgap, and then maybe draft whatever, whatever, build the offensive line. Because Andy Dalton serviceable. Yeah, yeah. If you can get him the weapons around it. Yeah. And in this day and age, $10 million, yeah, I mean, you and I would love to make $10 million, but in the sports world, $10 million is nothing. Yeah, unfortunately, yep. So, um, yeah, so to all those people that are just ripping the barrier for signing in, they tried to get Russell Wilson. They, they almost gave away the kitchen sink. Exactly. Yeah. They tried to get Russell Wilson. It didn't get in. They weren't going to go with Trubisky. They signed a veteran quarterback who, who has put up good numbers. So to all those naysayers, I say fuck you. There you go. Uh, my first one is to uh, busybody hypocrites that, and 
just because it's local, I won't name any names, but um, if you uh, call up a school and tell them, hey, you're worried because they're doing a particular thing, and then you turn around and, and basically do that particular thing even worse, um, you're a hypocrite. Um, oh, and we're, sure. we're talking we're talking some, some COVID-type um, shenanigans. Um, I don't know if it was just a single person or multiple people um, that uh, said, hey, we don't feel comfortable, you know, with what's going on uh, at your place, blah, 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 here, we need some assurances, you need to do X, Y, Z, or we're not coming there. And then lo and behold, uh, we did X, Y, Z, and they end up showing up in droves. Um, and, and, you know, unless... Um, Unless, you know, there's about 150 people that are in the same family, um, they probably shouldn't have been sitting shoulder to shoulder, uh, you know, in that close. I don't know. It was just, it, it was a, it was a big hypocritical fuck you. All right. I like it. Yeah. Uh, my second one, uh, I'll rewind a little bit. Episode 65, I said that I was not going to do the brackets. Well, I was bullied and succumbed to the peer pressure, and I didn't do the legwork that I normally do. Right. Um, I think we ended up with 87 in our pool. I did three brackets, and one of which, naturally, and including a FanDuel bet of $20 to win $420, I had the Ohio State Buckeyes winning it all. Oh. And on day one of the fucking tournament, Zuck! <laughs> <laughs> I get fucked and Ohio State loses, so I get Ohio State and they're over it. The Robinson kid from I tell you what, you better somebody better check his friends because I think he went to Grand Rapids Christian. Okay. And now uh, he's in at Ohio State, and now with FanDuel being new to Michigan, you want I wonder how much money his friends in Michigan put on the game because the Robinson cat was putrid in overtime. I mean, he was absolutely horrible. Um, but by the way, I, I made some tweets that ripped on the Ohio State program, but I was not one of the ones that sent death threats to that oh. EJ Little or Lytle or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, was, I, I didn't threaten to kill anybody. I just said, hey, you guys fucking suck. Yeah, you just kill rabbits. Yeah, I kill rabbits <laughs> and tell your basketball team sucks. But hey, so for one of my three brackets being already done, Ohio State, fuck you. Well, you actually just took one of mine because I had Ohio State going to the uh, to the uh, grade eight elite eight elite eight. Sorry, but uh, so that was one of mine. So you stole my thunder there. Uh, what was my third one? What was my third one? Maybe you go to your third. Yeah, one I'll go now. to my third. And I'll remember right. my third. So my my number one fuck you of the week on the brand new segment is after. I want to say Liz bought the subscription when we were on Bernie Street. It might have been the very beginning of the North Studios here. So minimum, minimum, I've been a Sirius XM subscriber for 20 years. Oh, wow. And ironically, my laziness, the first 8, 9, 10 years, I was that stupid son of a bitch. That just automatically renewed it for $350, $400 a year. Yeah. And to let guys like you and the, the lady across the street and everything be rewarded with, hey, we'll give you a Sirius XM 
for five ninety nine a month. <laughs> so you're getting it for like sixty bucks a year because I'm automatic. I'm I'm auto renewing. It's a lot easier for four hundred dollars. Well, anyway, the last three or four years, I finally got wise after sixteen years of getting prison rape. I finally got wise when the the one year in you know yeah, end. Yeah. I call them say, hey, you know, I just can't afford this you know three hundred and twenty dollar renewal rate. And the last three years, it's been like, oh, Mr. Peter, I see, oh, you, oh, you've been a serious active subscriber for many years. We, we want to take care of you. Let me see what I can do. And inevitably, I get a year for like $89 with fees and everything. It's $118 on my credit card. And sure. they damn near give, they, they damn near give me a, a hand job once a quarter from <laughs> the, the prostitute of my choice. And that's how well they've taken care of me. Well, the lease was up this uh, on St. Patrick's Day. So on the 16th, I called and had the misfortune. I knew she was a, a rookie because I could hear her talking to somebody. Because I, hear, I could hear a man's voice in the background. So just a, a Barney badass manager. Sure. And they wouldn't budge. It was like, well, uh, the, the, the deal you had last year, that, that uh, expired. So... What I can do for you is I can give it to you for uh, $14.99 a month. So quick math in my head, 10 months, that's $149 plus another $30. That's $180. I'm like, well, that's almost double what I paid. Right. And plus, not to mention, early on in the conversation, I told you that there were like four or five channels that I was supposed to be able to get in my car that I never did get after like three calls and resetting the phone, yada, yada, yada. No, that's not good enough. Well, I can give you uh, six months at this price. I'm like, well, and then I did the math. I said, well, that's actually a worse deal than the deal I just turned down. And then I told them, I said, hey, look, I know, you know, sucks to be me. I missed out on But if that's what you're going to treat a 20-plus uh, yeah. years uh, customer, then I better not see the $320 auto renewal on my credit card or I'm going to be living because I'm canceling it right now. Yeah. So what can we sign you up for? I said, I, mean, I guess it's Spotify for me. And, nice. Uh, and it, but so my big number one fuck you of the week is the Sirius XM radio. 20 plus years, and they didn't even give me the courtesy of a reach route. <laughs> All right. So uh, like anybody with a pet, uh, as soon as the snow melted, you know what I mean? I look out into the yard. And it's a sea of dog shit. Oh, did that the last two weeks. <laughs> and so uh, they have not started yard waste yet. And once upon a time, we did have the doggy dually, uh, whatever that thing was you put in the ground, you're supposed to be able to put the little right. tablets in. Well, um, I took a 40-gallon garbage can, cut the bottom out of the bottom out of it, and I sunk it into the ground because I wanted a big-ass container to throw because... Obviously, you know, got a bigger dog, so there's more shit. Well, that stuff doesn't work. And so I had this big garbage can full of, like, uh, it, it, a coagulated dog shit. Yeah. I didn't have any anywhere to, to, do, to go with it, to do with it. I didn't know what, you know, you can't put it in a, you can't put it in a yard waste bag and put it out in the corner. And so. But you said the yard, so you typically put your dog shit in the yard waste? I do. I just put mine in the trash. Is that wrong? Well, I mean, it's not very biodegradable, Mike. It's, are you putting it in a plastic bag? I just put it in a fucking trash bag. I put it yeah. in a, I, 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 sure. I scoop it up with a shovel, yeah. put it in the wire bag, and then put sure. it in the trash bag. It's going to the dump. 
it'll, 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 you know, it'll. What else? Man? It'll, I'm not it'll buy it. Well, I put it in the I put it in the yard waste. That's what I do. Is I put it in my yard waste bag. Is that that is that way at least it's going yeah. to you know whatever. Either way, honestly, once the bag gets run over and, and, and thrown at the dump, it's probably gonna you know it's gonna degrade right. a lot faster than the plastic and all the rest of the shit that's there. But um, I don't know. So the people that invented those little tablets that are supposed to uh, get the dog crap to turn to water or whatever the hell they're they claim it's supposed to do, and you know you're you're poop free. Um, I had to shovel that stuff out of the the place that I had it because there was nowhere. To, I had to dig a huge ass hole and bury that stuff about six feet under, like I was putting a body in there. Yeah, yeah. I'd have never done that. Our <laughs> listeners, uh, let us know at Epod FFA. I mean, what is the proper way to dispose of the animal waste? I just, like I said, I just fucking put it in the trash bag. Yeah, yeah, two weeks I mean, their own. Like, you know what I mean? When um, when Ruby and I are walking and, and you know, I carry two bags. And I, I, you know, sure. put, put the put my hand in the bag the one way, yeah. scoop it up, and then pull it yep. through. And then when we get to the uh, the little pavilion, there, there's trash can. Yeah. And I just throw it away. Well, that's what I do. That's what I do too on the walk. So, but I'm uh, talking about the ten pounds where the dog crap. Oh, right. that I just, you know, you know where I. But so, you know, the fact that there's nowhere, I just have a problem with putting it in the garbage. I don't know why. That's my OCD. You know. All right. Yeah. I. I. I'm not saying you're wrong. Maybe I'm right. not putting it in. I never thought of putting put it in the yard waste. Yeah. So anyway. Um. So my my fuck you is to the people that invented that doggy dooly thing and those stupid tablets that are supposed to that duped me into thinking, you know, I was gonna have worry free dog crap disposal. That's a wonder. I like. Hey. Now don't don't you feel relieved relieved that we just got a bunch of fucking stuff our chat <laughs> absolutely all i'm right. gonna sleep a lot better tonight mike all right so now i think i can give the old stargazer a fair rating because i got all that undue stress off my brain here ah uh, i thoroughly enjoyed it tip your standard ipa um 4.99 can if we want to go with mr klein's theory which Ah, fuck it. I don't give a fuck what we're <laughs> so, uh, But that is a very good way to rate a beer. Sure, if, absolutely. Uh, so, if you if you include the price and the value yeah. of what you're getting at. Yeah, but sure. I thought there was value in that because, hey, it's written in the stars. And I'm going to give it a solid 383. Hmm. I liked it a lot uh, for $4.99. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to factor the price into it. Um, I would put it right around where you have it, but given the four ninety nine five five dollars for the pint, uh, and I think about some of the beers that we've had that are at that are similar or probably better at two ninety nine or three ninety nine, I have to take it down just a little bit. So I don't know. I have a problem with that though. Now that I'm thinking about it. If you're just rating it on the taste, like how good is this right. beer? Huh. Well, like I said, it's about a three. I'm gonna go three eight. All right. It's good. I I would definitely have one or two more. All right. Before we wrap, what may actually be the longest segment in flight football and anything else history. Maybe. Um, our good friends on Untapped with a whopping ten thousand check-ins, they rate Stargazer at three point seven five. Oh, we're so, right yeah. there. Okay, so. Smidge better, but in the neighborhood. 
All right, for our second tasting on episode 66 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else, we have something from Arbor Brewing Company. It's a lager. One to separate the IPAs, mm, Dave. You know, we're yeah. starting in with an IPA and we'll throw a lager in there. Nice. And it's a little something called Euchre. Euchre. Um, I like the can. It's the uh, right and left bower, if the suit was red, obviously. Cheers, cheersing the beers. So you got the Jack of Diamonds, Jack of Hearts. And are you a Euchre player, Dave? I am. When I first started out, that was the most confusing thing. Like when, like, let's say uh, Diamonds is Trump, mm-hmm. and somebody threw the Jack of Hearts on the Ace of Diamonds and right. scooped it. <laughs> and as a new player, I'm like, what? I thought Diamonds was Trump. Well, well, that's the left bower. <laughs> left bower, what are you talking about? That's a heart. <laughs> that was the hardest part for me to figure out in the game of Euchre was yep. the left-right bower situation. Yep. Well, I mean, and, and we tried to teach our kids, and particularly, you know, Max, uh, or during COVID, you know what right. I mean? Because we were, when everybody was at home and nobody was going anywhere right. back in the spring of 2020, you know, we were doing little tournaments and fun games and trying to do stuff like that. And we tried to teach the kids Euchre. And, you know, exactly what you're talking about, Max is like, that's stupid. This is a this is a dumb game. Why would you? Why is a why is a diamond a heart? Right. It is it is weird if you like break it down. And you're like where the you know, the the jack of clubs is the second most powerful spade when spades is trump. It's just weird. I mean, the whole yeah. setup is weird. Cheers. Cheers. Initial tasting, not good. Yeah. Come on. Um, come, I, well, I will say this. I'm going to give it some time. Coming right. off that IPA. Right. Yeah. And that's why I put it in the middle. It was kind of because our uh, third tasting is another IPA. So I put the old lager in the middle to kind of as a palate cleanser. It, but you can definitely tell the difference between a lager and an IPA. <laughs> well, especially the New England with the, right. yeah, with the fruity notes. and Yeah, exactly. All right. So. Uh, I want to make a comment because I think, you know, between the segments, I took a look at first segment and whatever. Um, I just want to tell the listeners, we had a little technical difficulty in the beginning. So Mike and I actually had to use uh, two soup cans uh, with a string between them uh, to record the first segment. So if you're wondering why maybe it sounded a little bit different, uh, that's because we had some, you know, Campbell's on one end and Libby's on the other uh, with a piece of... uh, you know, fish string. Right. But I think, I think the listeners can hear and, you know, under those circumstances, you know, when the state we're in in 2021 and for us to be able to do it with soup cans and a string. Yeah. I think it sounds adequate. Yeah. It it actually sounded really, it sounded great. Had some uh, spider wire uh, fish line, you know, so I mean, it resonated the sound a little bit better between the cans. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but we apologize for any uh, if, you, if you're listening, if you're looking, staring at your listening device, whether it's the car radio or your uh, smartphone or whatever. Like, what are these guys in in a fucking cave? I'm not gonna be able to tolerate this much longer. Yeah, if not, fuck you. There we go. That should have been one of the part of the first segment. Yeah, exactly. Well, so, maybe that'll be if we get a lot of complaints, we can get right. all our listeners a big fuck you next week. <laughs> So, you know, normally we do, I think what you had planned was a what do you think, Dave? But yes, I've got a what do you like, think, Mike. Okay. 
Because today, you know, before I went to some March Madness games, uh, I went on, I think it was NBC or one of the other networks, and lo and behold, they're trying to compete with March Madness with what else but the Six Nation uh, Championships of Rugby. And it was Ireland versus England. What other, what better matchup can you have than Ireland versus England? And I'm telling you what, the Irish were just putting the hammer to the to the Brits. And, and and I just I'm looking at this game and the rules are just I mean, I'm I'm for an out of for a throw in yeah. out of bounds, and I don't know who decides what team gets to throw, literally launch their teammate into the air. Like two people grab them, he jumps, and they get on their legs and one behind the guy's hind end and just jacks him into the air as high as he can go. And he comes down with the ball, and then everybody tackles him. There's no pads, no helmet, no nothing. So my question to you, Mike, is what do you think the average age of death is of a rugby player? Oh, I would. I'm going to say it has to be somewhat normal, simply because there's not a demand for rugby, and seasons aren't as long, and nobody follows it as much. So, I would have to say, you know, I, I'm going to say in the '70s, because yeah, and that's all I've heard. Especially like uh, my brother-in-law Ronnie. I think he's listening to this pod once, so he, he won't hear this, but he's a big proponent of rugby. And, oh, rugby's a lot rougher than football, and there's no pads and everything you just said. Right. I've sat and watched rugby four or five times for maybe like three or four minutes. Right. And it's like, number one, I don't know the rules. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Right. And number two is like, okay, where are these fucking big hits everybody's talking about in rugby? Because most of them, they're, they're the the – definition of the play is a rugby scrum and they're just all fucking in there and you know you don't know how many dingling each other's balls or what because i don't see that i don't see that whereas in the nfl okay yeah the nfl has pads on sure but in the nfl you watch one game you're going to see one big hit at least in a game right rugby i'm sitting watching like oh well okay yeah they don't have any pads on these guys aren't even doing anything oh wow well the game i saw i the game i saw they were doing stuff and they had the thing that was comical about it was the game continues to play while the uh, the the trainers and the medics are on the field helping the injured. Like play does it. It's the old George Carlin. Like football would be way better if they just would leave the injured on the field, right? And, and just keep playing around and, them. But I have I, to watch that Six Nations thing then because, like I said, I, you, you're I've have only to seen it. I've only seen it. Rugby three or four times because obviously rugby is not a big sport here right, in the right, U.S. Right. It's more of a uh, – maybe some colleges have uh, – Right. Not, not rec teams. What are those called? What, uh, 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 club teams. Club teams, thank yeah. you. There you go. So the one big hit, uh, at least for the f- uh, 15 minutes that I was watching it, uh, so there were two guys were going for the ball or one guy was going to tackle another one, and he got hit right in the, um, right in the cheekbone – with the crown of one other guy's head. And you saw the eyes roll up in the back. And these guys are huge. Uh, totally just eyes rolled up in the back of his head. Boom. You know, he's laying on the field. Of course, everybody rushes out. But the game's still going on. There's no whistle stopping the game. The only time they stopped it is when the ball went out of bounds. So uh, I just found it really, really interesting. 
The other thing I can't believe is as many uh, collisions as I saw. Um, you know, what's the concussion protocol? That you know, from the one I saw is like you know, relative to all the concussion stuff going on today. I mean, I would imagine rugby in the states would be outlawed. I, I saw several people that there's no way that they didn't have a concussion. Well, and you know, but like you know, that would be kind of along the lines of cockfighting. I mean, yeah, they <laughs> they probably do it. Sure. But until somebody. <laughs> it's more of an underground sport, and that's and that's what leads me to believe. I don't well, rugby's believe, not an underground sport. I don't believe rug, rugby is as fucking tough as these rugby okay, fucking well, players say that. Well, watch that if you get on YouTube, watch that game for me. We'll come back maybe next week. Ireland versus England in the uh, Six Nations Championship. All right, we talked about it wasn't a rugby game, but remember, uh, God, it was probably episode ten, um, a, a sporting event where they. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck. I have to look that up. What right. it was? Or it was. Uh, mm-hmm. God, what well, it was a special. It was like sports that games people play or something like that. And All right. Uh, that oh. was one of them, but it wasn't rugby. It was so that was my my quite my. What do you think, Mike? Because, but yeah. if you didn't see it, you're gonna have to look it up and and we'll. Although, talk like about I said, it. I've seen some rugby, and I'm not buying into it because I'm an NFL guy. Yeah. So I'm gonna side by the NFL, and you know so. Until until we see until I'm in a rugby fantasy league, I'm not buying into the <laughs> I'm not buying into rugby. All right, um, I have two. I thought I had three. What do you think, Dave? But apparently, I only have two. My first one is all right. I'm a big conspiracy theorist, if you will. What is your thoughts on? I don't know how closely you've been paying attention, but yeah. Deshaun Watson is demanding he wants out of Houston. And I think there's some, like, racial tension. You know, the the Houston management isn't hiring enough African-Americans and this, that. And Deshaun Watson doesn't like the way they're doing this, that, and the other thing. And the Houston management, they went out and they hired an African-American head coach. I think that was actually to try to soothe Deshaun Watson over whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, Deshaun Watson, there's there I've never seen a bad word about Deshaun Watson. Right. So I'm thinking now that he's kind of like thrown mud on the Houston organization, and you know, Houston is the owner of Houston is, you know, a rich right. old white guy. Yeah. Like, a dwem. Yeah. Kind of. Not yet, but and, soon um, to be. So now, lo and behold. After he's demanded a trade because Houston is not, um, you know, not up to Deshaun Watson standards of equality and whatnot and yada yada yada, all of a sudden seven. Not I mean it was one at first and then it was a second. Now it was a third and then all of a sudden now there are seven women charging Deshaun Watson with sexual harassment slash assault. Yeah, and I'm thinking. This is the Houston ownership's like, hey, hey, you want to fucking play? You know, you want to be traded? All right. And then they go to this, you know, because Deshaun Watson probably got a massage. He's an NFL athlete. He's got money. They get massages. They need the muscles after the beatings they take. They need some deep tissue massages, you know. Right. You know, so they probably got wind of, you know, Houston ownership got wind of. Where he does his massages. Where he does his Like, hey, uh, five grand, you say Deshaun. Yeah. Whip the black mamba out and want a little something extra? Yeah, sure. Five grand? Okay, sure. And then, so because all of a sudden now seven women have said it, 
Just after yeah. he said he doesn't want to play yeah. for Houston? No, it's it, it reeks. No, what do you think, Dave? I think it reeks of nonsense. I think it, I mean, it's just, like you said, I mean, you, you didn't hear anything. Nothing. You did not. Anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, it reeks of, it reeks of something going on behind the scenes that, that stinks to high hell. That's what I, I, I agree with. I mean, I didn't get too, because they weren't too descriptive in what actually Deshaun is allegedly to have done to these, uh, masseuse, masseuses. Is that what it is? Masseuses? <laughs> I, yeah. Massage therapists? Massa- there you yeah, go. That's a, that's, that's a safe one. Um. All right, so yeah, we're in agreement on that one. My second one, my second, what do you think, Dave? I'm going to throw him back, and this isn't a weekend at Bernie's joke. This is real life event. I'm going to throw back the clock. Throw back the clock? Um, how about turn back the clock? Yeah, you can do that too. I'm going to turn back the clock to 2011. Oh, God. Um, prosecutors say a California man allegedly uh-huh. killed his wife and propped her up on Christmas morning for their kids to open gifts in front of her body. Uh, William Wallace of Anaheim, California, was charged in the 2011 killing of his wife, Zazil Preston, 26, which allegedly occurred during a violent argument on Christmas Eve that year. So my, my question to you is, and again, this is 10 years ago, that he still hasn't been... <laughs> this thing hasn't been settled yet, but how is that possible? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> my question to you is: Is he a worse father or a worse husband? Oh my god! Because oh I have god. my I have my take on it. And, 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 and it's not a. It, we can't throw like worse human being in the in the mix here. No. no. It's, it's, is he? A, would you say he's a worse husband or a worse father? Well, obviously, he's a worse husband. I disagree. It's like, come on. He killed his wife. Allegedly, because he said they were in an argument. He propped her up. But Well, that makes him a bad father. That doesn't make him a bad husband. That makes him a bad father because allegedly the, the his, and that's probably why nothing's been decided in 10 years, is because allegedly there was an argument. Right. He went chasing her. Then there had been alcohol and drugs involved. He, you know, of course. No. <laughs> well, that would make sense, yes. And um, she went running, tripped and fell, and landed into a glass table and killed, was killed. Okay. So, you know, he panicked, you know, and then it was Christmas Day the next morning. So he puts up, a la Weekend at Bernie's. This is years after Weekend at Bernie's because Weekend at Bernie's is like right. oh, that's, late 80s or oh, early yeah. 90s or oh, something. Oh, absolutely. Something like that. He props her up on the couch with sunglasses on so the kids can open presents in front of mom. I think without question he's a worse father than he is a husband. I mean, you don't know what he was chasing for. Maybe maybe it was a, uh, you know, she was with five of his friends doing this, that, and the other thing. And he would say, hey, bitch. And she started running. She found so, so I'm not justifying him killing her, allegedly. I'm saying he's a worse father for putting his kids, <laughs> making them open presents in front of their dead mother. No, I, yeah, okay. I'm just having trouble wrapping my head around the question in general. Just because I can't think of it. This the guy, if he, if he even thinks that's like, okay, well, this will be an okay thing. Well, oh, God. Just... On a just on a on a higher level, why would he think that would be okay to put a dead person 
and at put the, glasses at the time. Well, if they did it, if they did, if they did it to Bernie, they can, I can do it to her. That's, at the time, Wallace, at the time, Wallace's two daughters were eight and three years old. The couple also shared a seven-week-old newborn. She probably wasn't part of the Preston festivities. Preston was studying to become a domestic violence counselor at the time. That's ironic. Um, as for what happened at Christmas Eve, Wallace's attorney claimed his client was being accused of something that is not his fault and that Preston got drunk and fell on a glass table, hitting her head. Um, the witness has painted an alleged picture of repeated violent behavior. The Christmas story does not have to, a happy ending, and unfortunately this is not just a story to his real life. So... I personally think the guy. I, I personally think the guy's a much worse father because it's like, come on. I you, you know, got, I okay. Mean, you know, I mean, open presents with your kids and say, and if the kids say, "Where's mommy?" It's like, oh, um, she had to go into work or something. You know, right. Don't prop her up, and your kids are over here. It's like because you know that Barbie, like that eight year old, yeah, that Barbie doll she got. It, you know, every time she sees a Barbie doll, she's gonna see her dead mother sitting on the couch. Yeah, I, okay, he's a much sure. worse father. Sure. You know, that's because you believe that he didn't kill her. I'm oh, no. I'm not. Well, you're like allegedly. Right. Well, that, that, that's actually what they, he's still on in prison with no charges, really. Yeah. Nothing's etched in stone because they're still fighting that through. Yeah. So I say allegedly because I don't know for a fact. But let's say he did kill her. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes to him a make, worse husband. No, that makes him a worse father. Because why would you put your your dead? <laughs> all right, you know, why would you put your dead wife in front of your children on Christmas Day so they could open presents in front of their dead mother? That's a worse father, not a worse. Uh, yeah. Because at that point, you've checked out. I mean, you. That's 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 dumb beyond dumb. Well, yeah, I'm not supporting either act. <laughs> right. I that's that was the what do you think day. That's why I thought the beauty of that what do you think day was is he a worse husband or a worse father? I think by yeah. far he's a worse father. All right, all right. Well, because we, now, we disagree on that one. No, well, okay. Here, let's say. I'm Are gonna, you trying to talk me into yes, a different I'm, answer? I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to sway you my way because it's <laughs> okay. So. But that defeats the Liz, purpose of Liz, what do you think, Dave? Liz and I. It should be no, what do you I, think, Mike? No, and I, I agree with you, but because you're adamant that all because he killed her, it's like so. Yeah, just because I don't think it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. I mean, <laughs> like no shit, it doesn't add up. But it's like, come on, why? Okay, if you kill your wife, the first thing you're gonna do is like, well, I mean, what? So, so why this, would you bring her out on Christmas? I don't get it. That's the that's the, the funniest thing in this. Funny, not funny, ironic, not funny, haha. But it's like, why? What would go through your head? Is like, oh, okay, you're panicked. Like, okay, maybe you know, because like you're trying maybe, to be a good father. Maybe I'll be, uh, you know, I, I'm so frustrated with you in a sick, demented I, I'm mind. I'm so frustrated with you that I can't get you to agree with me. I punch you, and it's a one punch homicide. And then all of a sudden, I'm, I, I panic, and I'm like, I run up and tell Shelly, on Dave had a stroke and died. <laughs> and prop me up on no, no. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just prop you up watching basketball. Yeah. I think hey. yeah, Dave really into basketball. Yeah, Smelly he street. drank too much. <laughs> Good one. I don't think he's coming up tonight. <laughs> all right, all right, Dave. So we agree to disagree on this. I tried my best to, you know, 
But he ain't winning father of the year, that's for no, sure. He's <laughs> that's not. for sure. Or husband of the year. All right, listeners, whose side do you take? Is he is he a bad husband? Obviously he's bad at both. Okay. Well, we're in agreement on yeah, that. Yeah, he's yeah, a, he's a bad sure. husband and a bad father. Yeah. But which which act was worse? <laughs> and I'm going with he's a bad father first, bad husband second. Dave is going bad husband first, bad father second. Let us know what you think. Comment on the Facebook page or EPOD or at EPOD yeah. FFA. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. I think it's time to rate the old Euchre. It is. My turn. And then, um, yeah, your turn to go first, a, but you're a senior Euchre player. Yeah. What do you, what dictates going alone in your, obviously the hand, if you have the right, left, ace, king, queen, obviously sure. you're going alone. Sure, 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 sure. But do you go alone more based on hand if it's not a lead pipe cinch? Or score. Oh. Score um, the game. If I'm down, if we're down a bit, if the other team's got one point to go or something like that, and I've got uh, four Trump in the right and the left, I'll go alone. That's I, I agree. I think it's it's partial score, partial hand. Because, like, if I have something, if, if I've got, like, if, if I've got left rice ace and... Yeah. Ace King of Spades. Let, let's say Hearts is Trump, yeah. and I got right left Bauer and Ace of Hearts, and then Ace and King of Spades. Yeah, with and, another Ace non-Trump. Yeah, and I'm even and if I'm up like six one, I'm gonna be like. Well, I know I'm not getting euchred because yeah, I got yeah. one point, right, 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 and I can win this fucking game if I go alone, right. So I think I think score dictates almost as much as your hand does. Sure, I would agree. Now, in case our listeners are wondering, like, how did that fucking segue into that? Well, the fucking name of the beer is Euchre. That's how it segued <laughs> into that. <laughs> anyway, Dave, what do you rate? Um, as a pills, it's good. It's not. I'm gonna. It's it's not. There's nothing about it that you know knocks my socks off. Uh, I will go. Well, you know, if I'm going to put price into this, I'm assuming it was a $2.99, $1.99. I don't know what was on there, but um, yeah, if that's my assumption, then, you know, I'm I'm going to go 3.2. All right. I actually liked it slightly better than that because I actually would... Uh, as Mike mentioned, uh, this is a good grass cutting beer. It's not an IPA, but nah, you can sit agree. you can sit and drink this over and over. And it what it is the cheapest beer of the night. I'm going to go three. And Walter Payton was my favorite football player, so I'm going to go three point three four. So our friends at uh, oh by the way, I don't know if I ever introduced this part of it. It's five point five percent forty three IBUs, and you were 320, I was 334, and our on tap ranking, and just like the first beer, we're right in the neighborhood. On tap liked it a little more than we did, 3.39 with right. 7,694 check ins. Well, Dave, hard to believe we're already at our third tasting. What? Little, you know, yeah, that's what I mean. It's hard to believe. You know, little uh, sound issues, segment one. I think we ironed them out. We we didn't do anything. You you did um, ironed them out. Segment two, and here we are. Segment three. I mean, things are going so well right now. Fuck. I say we double it up. Maybe even do sixty-seven right after this. Sure. All right. But hey, while we ponder that, 
our third and final tasting is another one from Big Lake Brewing Company, uh, along the lines of the uh, uh, of the Alpina Brewing Company, the Austin Brothers. Yeah, Austin Brothers. The Murky Series. Yep. Um, Big Lake Brewing seems to have a uh, fetish with pets. Stuff. We have Z's pet polar bear, the pet T-Rex, the pet di- uh, Brachiosaurus, or whatever the, the right. long neck one's called. Tonight we have Teachers, and then it's spelled on the can, T-E-E-C-H-E-R-S, and then the second E is crossed out with an A plus to spell teacher correctly, Pet Dino. A hazy IPA clocking in at 8.0, which is just under the Stargazer. And unlike Stargazer, who had 45 IBUs, uh, Teacher's Pet Dino is the infamous NA. And for our friends at home, that's not applicable. I got the CJ Sports and Grill. I've got the Maple Grill LLC. I was at a graduation party there, but I have never ate there personally. What? Other than what I think it was Hunter Wonderly's graduation party, yeah. and they had the pizza in the stone oven, but I've never went there oh my to, God. to eat. Oh, my God. Their food is fantastic. Is it? Their beer is good, too. Cheers. Oh, God. We just spilled all over one another. We? That was more beer coming out of yours than mine, because look at who's, who's more empty. All right. All right. So yeah. So you're the one who right. ruined that my fucking me. sweatpants. Sorry. Hmm. <laughs> Take some getting used. I'll get home the big wet spot on the uh, leg. Let's say, Jesus, what were you two doing? No. <laughs> I don't even have any. I don't even have any paper. Well, yeah. whatever. We'll we'll get the zamboni here in a minute. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll dry things up. Well, that being the case, anyway, we'd be a bit remiss if we didn't talk about the NCAA tournament. Now, I know that uh, with your work schedule on Saturday, uh, you didn't uh, get a chance to really see a lot of the games uh, through the the first... Um... Oh my God, Mike. I'm so disheveled with spilling beer all over your... <laughs> yeah. The first part of the... Yeah. The, yeah. The first part of the second day of the tournament. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Anyway, uh, actually, the first remember, round. Remember, I started at four on Saturday, so I actually did see a lot of the second half of the first game. Yeah, yeah. Okay. However, uh, I just want to run through the bracket. Now, you did say that you were um, you were strong-armed a little bit into, into yeah, doing was, the bracket. I was, no, I was flat-out bullied. Okay, you're flat out bullied. So anyway, I'm glad you I'm glad you were because my son Jake and I uh, we have a bracket uh, in your pool. Yep. And so the south bracket, I'll just start with that because, I mean, we did have part of our uh, first segment, Fuck You, new thing there we got going there. We talked about Ohio State. But really, we sh- it should have been for the whole, the Big Ten in the south bracket because uh, Purdue lost to North Texas. I had Purdue going quite a ways. They cost me, uh, more importantly, they cost me uh, the back end of my two-team teaser on FanDuel. Oh. I had uh, Oklahoma State minus three, and I had Purdue minus three as a two-team teaser. And Oklahoma State won by eight, and Purdue fucked me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, in Ohio State, I mean, seriously, Oral Roberts? Really? I mean, I just, they, and they mentioned it on TV as well. You know, the 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 analysts said, you know, the, the ones that underachieved the most was Ohio State. 
We had a girl at school that was known as that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my long shots in that bracket, so I usually try to get at least one long shot, uh, one Cinderella team in uh, in one of the, at least one team in, a, in one part of the bracket. Winthrop and Colgate were my long shots in the South. So, you know, they both ended up losing. And so my South bracket, I was four and four in the South in the first round. Uh, the east. I'm going to go to the east, and of course, I I was uh, Michigan, Colorado, FSU, and Bama uh, helped me out a bit. And St. Bonnie, um, they were my long shot. They ended up losing. I was hoping they would, but uh, I'm not doing too bad in the east. Mid- they were your long shot. You were hoping they wouldn't lose. What did I say? You were they, you were hoping they would. Oh no, and no, that's no, much no. of a that's not much of a long no, shot. No, 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 no. I, I was you. hoping I was hoping they would win. I know you're just yeah, making yeah. sure I was listening to you. I was listening to you. I was just today. testing you, Mike. But the Midwest, uh, in the first round, I was 5-3. and three. Tennessee, come on. Come on, man. Um, so they laid an egg against Oregon State. That was a 5-12, though, right? I believe so. Usually there's always, you got to just pick it right. Yeah. Usually there's always a 12 over 5 upset. I know. Tennessee. I know, but I thought Tennessee, you know, they were rolling. They did pretty good in the in their conference tournament. I thought they would keep going now. San Diego State, I was kind of high on them earlier in the year. They had a lot of they had a lot of good mojo going. The Cuse is in the house. Oh my god. Oh my god. The Cuse is in the house. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a chant from way back when. <laughs> Jim Baird, loyal listener, Jim Baird will re- remember that chant. Yeah. I, and I actually picked San Diego State, too, against Mike Hughes because Syracuse blows this year, but, hey, they didn't blow that bad against San no, Diego but State. He, here's the thing. To be honest with you, if you if you bet against Jim Beheim in the first round, that's usually not a good idea. So, I mean. Unless you hit Richmond the year they lost as a two-shooter. Oh, true. true. The Richmond <laughs> Spiders. True. Yeah, I forgot about that. But anyway, uh, and then in that, uh, in the Midwest, Moorhead, Moorhead State, they were my long shot. I was hoping Moorhead would win, and they didn't. Who doesn't want Moorhead? <laughs> I, was, I lofted that one up. And here, I buddy. crushed that fucker, <laughs> did, didn't you I? You took it and you ran with it. Um, so the West, I saved the best for last because I am killing it. I am undefeated in the West. Nice. I've got everything going right so far. Uh, thank you, um, and like everybody else said, is this one of these things like you know should everybody be should everybody be saying my heart goes out to to F, uh, VCU, kind of a nah. no they fucked around and followed protocols they probably had some type of a yeah. uh, toilet seat leaking party and <laughs> oh one, somebody failed and then Oregon moved on yeah talk about an easy win I wonder how FanDuel handled that if you bet. Oh, that's if true. You bet the game. I, 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 want, I wonder. I wonder if it was just a no bet, just or a if wash. you bet Oregon because Oregon technically won, right? Yeah, but I bet you. I don't know. The, but probably they didn't the play. game. Yeah, the game probably has to be played. Yeah. I, I'll look on FanDuel later and see if there's a disclaimer about right. that. But Creighton came through. USC, Kansas, and Ohio. Mac attack. Yeah. Yep, in Iowa, of course. Well, that was your big pick, the Ohio. But Creighton coming through isn't really a big deal. They eh, won by true. one. They won by one as a five seed. Five, you know, so right. they didn't well, really come through. They lucked out. Yeah. Um, my bracket. I don't have the detail that you do, because as we said, three. I have three. I've got Gonzaga winning it all in one, but I'm so far behind everybody else that picked Gonzaga. Eighty-seven entries. I bet there are forty some Gonzagas. So I'm out in that one. 
My other entry, as we talked about in segment one, the big fuck you to Ohio State. Um, so I'm out in that entry. And then my third entry, which quite frankly has no, uh, no fucking chance in hell of winning anything because my the, it was the first one I did and somehow I wound up with LSU as my national champion. And in 87 entries, I was the only one with LSU winning it. And with the scoring system going one, two, four, eight, 16, and 32 for the champion. I right. mean, as long as I don't lose every single other game on that bracket, if LSU right. wins, I'm going to win the bracket. So I didn't even break down how good my reasons are going because LSU is 1-0, and oh, and if LSU wins it, I'm going I'm to win my bracket for the first time ever, and I've been doing brackets since graduated high school in 85. I'm going to say I started in 87. Wow. Yeah. With the exception, obviously, of 2020. Sure. Um, sure, sure, sure. Yep. So, but so, yeah, so I didn't, I don't, I didn't look at how I'm doing because I just know two brackets are out and one, as long as LSU keeps winning, I'm in the hunt. So I'll tell you a couple of, well, one, a couple big deals, but one of them was uh, nationally televised. Charles Barkley. What college did he go to? Auburn. Not they, in the tournament, right? Right. Because they're so, actually on uh, probation. Yeah. Um, also known as the round mound of rebound. R- correct. And so do you know what he did today? You probably don't know. No. So for whatever reason, and I'm not I'm not technically sure why he did this, but on camera, or at least the cameras were rolling. I don't know if it was, you know, uh, not during the live feed, but uh, they got Charles Barkley yelling roll tide. And so then a bunch of tweets came through that they actually put then on CBS, like of some of his former teammates oh. and, you know, Charles, you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you know, you're not a tiger anymore, blah, right. blah, blah, you know, blah, blah. but you know what? I, and so I empathize with him a little bit because MSU is out of it. And I do have U of M going at least to the sweet 16, um, I've gotta I've gotta be rooting for M for U of M just a little bit. Well who do so, you have who do you have winning it all? Gonzaga. All right. So you with as many people that pick Gonzaga, you need as many points as you can get. So yeah, you have to root for Michigan. Yeah, I do. Um, for sure. Now, how do I say that without hurting anyone's feelings or being politically incorrect or do you insensitive? Care? Yeah, yeah, because I think okay. I think our pod does a good deal to maintain wow. a political correctness. Yes, oh, okay. on, on, some, I would agree. on some topics, but I have not. I've watched more college basketball yesterday and today than I have the entire season combined. Right? Maybe even in the uh, when it, yeah, because there was no season last year, basically. <laughs> um, right. But I've watched more in the last two days than I have the it, all year. Does Michigan have a uh, little person playing for them? No. Like, no, he's five. Well, I mean, no, he's like but five, he's got 11. The, he, he actually looks well like relative one, to one, the one, seven no, footers. But his structure is that of an Oompa Loompa. No. Yes, it is. It most definitely is. Because I, I actually froze, I paused the screen. And I thought that I literally. Do you have your right? Do you have the right ratio? You have the right, yeah, like because okay. all everybody else, he looked like <laughs> I thought. I I thought they switched from the final four, just like the old Heidi game in the NFL, where the there was no chance that the Raiders or the Jets. I think it was 
The game that there's no <laughs> NBC switched to the Heidi game, and then all the viewers missed the great comeback by either the Raiders or the Jets. Sorry, at Fishman Eight, I know I should. This was something I couldn't fact check because it's just popped up, um, and it's known as the Heidi game. So I actually thought that the that Michigan basketball game was going to be known as the Willy Wonka game because I actually thought they switched to the Willy, Willy Wonka no. the Chocolate Factory. The guy looked like an Oompa Loompa. No. All right. No. Fair enough. No. But you know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're point guard, for sure. No, I mean, um, so, <laughs> um, no, we're good. No, I, I know he's not. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> But, um, okay, so anyway, this kind of segues into my random question. All right. So you just said that you've watched quite a bit of college basketball, right? The last two days. The last two days. Yes. Now, if you've, if you've done so, then you've probably seen quite a bit of March Madness. And I, okay, we're going to do this like random question. This is question 1A, all right? Do you think the March Madness commercials are rivaling Super Bowl commercials? There are a couple that, and actually one was just playing right now. Surprisingly enough, the company that I work for, actually a decent commercial because the company I work for usually has some horrendously bad <laughs> commercials. Um, but... So, yeah, I mean, there's a couple good, but all in all, I still say the Super Bowl is better. Okay. All right. So, uh, question uh, 1B. Yes. All right. Out of the March Madness commercials, which is your favorite? If you, if you remember if you remember any of them. Well, the, actually, the one that was just on of my company where Pinocchio is saying that Coke Zero tastes good. Well, the fact that you said Pinocchio, you could probably say the name of your company now. <laughs> right. Well, that's, I said Coke Zero. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Um, and that was that's actually yeah, a, you know, good it's commercial. Pretty... And then he said, and, and then it, it, it ends with, and I never lie, and the nose Boom. just explodes out. So that's yeah. actually a very good commercial, Cracks which is actually very strange for Coca Cola because Coca Cola commercials typically are terrible. Okay. All right. So. I just want to point out some commercials, see if you've seen them. All right. All right. I think personally that the commercials are rivaling the Super Bowl commercials. So, for example, um, now I'll I'll start with the honorable mention commercials. All right. Okay. As I flip my notes, uh, the honorable mention ones, the Tracy Morgan uh, Rocket Mortgage. Have you did you see that one? Some a family is trying to look at whether the they're buying a house. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> pretty sure. Yeah, pretty, pretty sure. sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure these these mushrooms are not poisonous. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to run. Run from a yeah. bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, the Mike Tyson, Mike Hard Lemonade. Have you seen those? I've not seen the Mike Tyson one. Okay, so Mike Tyson's got two, two for sure, maybe three commercials. So it's Mike Tyson, but they're advertising Mike uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade. The other one, the Geico... Uh, uh, Dikembe Mutombo, they brought back the, no, 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 right. not in my house. That one I have seen and I enjoyed, but I do want to point out. Yeah. Now, I don't know how closely anybody else watches commercials, but possibly only one, but I think every single one of those yeah. is actually a goaltend. 
Because what, what is what is being th- what is being thrown is on its way down. Right. And he swats it. And I think all of those are goaltenders. So it's like, you know, okay. And now, now in fairness. that's I didn't see that, but I bet you you're probably the box. Uh, the little Asian boy yeah. that throws up yep. the box of uh, whatever cereal. Yep. And it, yeah, he, I now think in, that's in, on its way down. Now, in fairness, like John Thompson did in, was it 85 when Georgetown beat or when Villanova beat Georgetown, mm-hmm. um, yeah. John Thompson told Patrick Ewing he didn't care about goaltending to start the game. He wanted everything blocked. So Patrick Ewing was going up, I mean, and balls were like literally on the rim, and Ewing was going up and penning them. Right. Yeah, sure they were getting the two points, but it was, Thompson was trying to send a message like you're not getting, you're not going to score in here. Sure. So. If Mutombo is just trying to send that message, okay, I'll give I'll, I'll give the commercial some credence. But actually, those buckets are counting because those are all goaltenders. All right. Um, some other ones. I'm gonna say now. Did you see the Wayne's World? They brought back Wayne's World. Did you see the Wayne's World for Uber Eats? That was actually a Super Bowl commercial. It was. Yes. And they brought. Well, well they're playing it during March yeah. Madness. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know that what? Was, you're that was right. A Super Bowl commercial. You're right. I'm sorry. All right. No problem. God. Now, of course, I cannot bring this up without talking about Samuel L. Jackson, Spike Lee, and Charles Barkley. When, when, yeah, when Charles is going to Annapolis. Yeah. The Annapolis. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is, yeah. All right. Now that you and they start that making is, fun of him. That's the best commercial because it's like, the Annapolis? It's Indianapolis. <laughs> Which is... In, in, another, in Annapolis in, is in the Indiana. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that is actually the best commercial. You uh, think that one's probably that? Right. Yeah, that is the best commercial because those those three, uh, Spike Lee, Samuel L. Jackson, and Charles Barkley, they've done. God, I don't know how many years oh. it's been, but multiple oh, yeah. years they've done commercial. But that was very. Have good. you seen the Barkley Lounge? The Barkley Lounger commercial. That one, I'm not sure. Okay, all right. Well, he's got a Barkley Lounger. Uh, it's pretty funny. You got to catch that one too. All right, now getting to the one that I wanted to get to, because it has to do with a certain someone that you've mentioned in another pod. So the AT and T Lily, yeah. uh huh, right. So she's got a couple. Of, there's a couple of uh, AT and T commercials for March Madness, and one of them is she's pretending she's an announcer, and there's a guy that comes through. He's a bearded dude comes through the store door and she's like she's an announcer and they like at the beginning of a game you know where the lights are going and you know it's all you know drama and pageantry and whatever when they're announcing the the players have you seen that one you're not talking where the two guys square off no 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 it's one dude but she's like i don't don't know why but she does a little wink I don't, that one I have not seen. You got, okay. Well, I've you, seen the one where she brings out and it's, you know, she's diagramming a play on the, yeah, yeah, on the yeah, whiteboard. Yeah, yeah. And then the one lady says, why are you using a permanent marker? <laughs> right. She says, oh, just I want to I can't believe home. you haven't seen the other I one. I want to drive home the point. She says, I'm just going to get another white, a new whiteboard. Because why did you mention her in another pod? Uh, hotties. Okay. So you know? in this one that I'm talking about. You, oh, you got to see Although I like this. her with longer hair. The shorter hair curled up isn't quite as good, <laughs> but 
It'll work. But I'm, I, I, I will, I'll bring it up again. We'll try to mention it in the next pod to see if you watch that commercial and what you think about it. All right. All right. So, but okay. So here is random question one C. All right. You ready for this? What do you know about Lily? Do you even know her real name? I, I'd Google it, and her net worth is according. If you believe everything you read on the internet, her net worth is worth like she's worth like more than. Tom Brady, Robert Kraft, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Samuel L. Jackson, Oprah Winfrey, and Barack Obama combined. If you, if you believe what you read on the internet, but I don't know her real name, but um, okay, it's it's uh, she's a verified blue check smoke show though. Okay, so it's Milana. I'm not going to get it right now. After three beers, I can't pronounce this, but she is Eastern European. Okay, so she is actually, um, uh, her family got out of there, right, and and wanted to go to the U.S. because they they're Jewish, right, and they they just felt you know persecuted and want the freedom of religion and wanted a different place to I go. Won't hold, I won't hold that against. Her. Well, I'm just saying. So anyway, you know, so she's a refugee that uh, went to the U.S. In any event, uh, they settled in California. Uh, she dropped out of high school at Beverly Hills High School as a sophomore, but not because she couldn't handle it, but because she just was basically bored. And she passed the high school proficiency test in California and went to University of California, San Diego, right? She earned a degree in communication and then got into acting. She did commercials. Uh, she actually was a YouTube sensation. And catch the name of the YouTube uh, channel that uh, her and a couple other people started. You want you want to take a guess at what this? You're not going to guess. Yeah, so I'll just say, say live prude girls. Huh. Uh huh. So anyway, um, she's been in shows like um, This Is Us. Do you know what that that sitcom? Or is it sitcom? What sitcom. the hell it's am not I? A sitcom. It's a drama. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking. Yeah. I see the previews in it, and I actually, it's a I actually show that you I would actually, not like. I actually load a revolver, you, and she, spin you the chamber, and say, hey, "I, you know, when I see the commercial, for, when like I see the when I see the commercial for this is us, I'm Mel Gibson and Lethal Weapon." When, Mel uh, yeah, Gibson and Lethal Weapon. Oh, okay. When, yeah. when, when he's just uh, fighting the bullet, you know, he, he's getting in the heads of the crowd. Yeah, okay. That's me when I'm watching this. this, this okay. Yeah, that's horrible. so. Anyway, ER. Um, she was in a short, a short film called Subway Rat Women. Uh, Netflix though, however, Netflix, uh, their show called Love, uh, the show Silicon Valley. I've heard of that. Never seen it. Yep. Now she is a Marvel superhero now. Oh, is she? Yes. You got to guess what the name of her superhero name is. Telecom girl. (laughs) Nope. Squirrel Girl. Huh. Squirrel Girl. It's actually a comedy series uh, that's that's going to be aired on Freeform. Squirrel Girl. It's, it's, I think it's kind of a... Actually, Marvel is actually doing... I don't know if it's a spoof. Can I call it a spoof? Kind of? But sure. it's a comedy. You, know, you call and, it whatever you want. Yeah, she's Squirrel Girl. I wonder what it would take for, for us to get her on Pornhub. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? 
Now that squirrel girl, you know, Lily, Lily, squirrel girl on porno. Now that is that is, that equates to viewers, buddy. <laughs> oh, Mike. All right, whatever. Uh, so <laughs> that's the end of my random question. But no, actually, random question C really was never a question. You just spit out a bunch of facts about my girl Lily. So <laughs> well, what, what is a random question? Do I want? To I know. I asked her if you'd <laughs> seen that commercial. Oh. But then I was gonna. I thought maybe the that was technically question a question. Was, Do you want to see her on you? Yeah, on no. porn. I'm like, no. yeah, sure. No, that wasn't my question. I had uh, not gone there yet, but since you did, all right. Um, no, but that's the random question. And uh, you want to rate this? I, but what? what a, yeah. Did I answer the random question? Because I'm not 100 percent sure what the question was. Well, the question. The yeah, last, you answered it, and it was no. You hadn't seen it. But I saw some of now the Gonzaga game as we're as we're about to close out episode sixty six. We're watching Gonzaga and Norfolk State. It's forty to twenty three Gonzaga with two forty three to go in the first half. Like seconds ago, wasn't Norfolk State up like eleven to ten? I think we're in the first tasting, so it seems like seconds ago. But actually, it was about uh, thirteen minutes ago. But eleven to ten means well, thirteen minutes of game time means so. it's thirty to. 30 to 12 since it was 11 to 10. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think anybody really thought Norfolk State was going to win this game. Though. No. Uh, the guy with the headband reminds me of the guy on uh, uh, Dodgeball. Um, <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Not, um, what's he was also, what's the guy's name? At the this guy point, in Dodgeball. Not... The movie Dodgeball. Oh, oh, oh uh, um, his dad was a comedian too. Um, Stiller. Stiller, thank you. Um, that's who that yeah. guy from the <laughs> Gonzaga. Reminds you of Ben Stiller. Not that guy. <laughs> no, the son. Huh? That was in Dodgeball. The ben Stiller. That's that's the son. That's the. They're comedian. both Ben Stiller. No, the dad. Jerry is, Stiller. Jerry's the older one. Okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Ben Stiller and Dodgeball. That's who that guy from uh, Gonzaga reminds right. me of. Anyway, folks, that, in the yeah. business, they call that going off on a tangent. Yo, that was a big tangent. All, all right, right, let's so rate this. It's up to me. So, all right, well, per pod usual, this is a dollar cheaper than Stargazer. But I think I would pay the extra dollar for another Stargazer because this was a, a little more fruity than the Stargazer. But I did enjoy this a lot, but I went 383 on Stargazer, so I'm going to go 380. I'm going to go what you gave Stargazer. So we'll see if you like this better than Stargazer or not. If, well, again, if we fact check this a little bit more, you say it's fruity? If it is, it's got a little more grapefruit type of, a, a, you know, the hop combination. Bursting with notes of citrus and tropical fruits. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking I'm liking Stargazer a little bit more in the in terms of the fruitiness. Yeah, so I can't rate this. Uh, Stargazer is my favorite. Would I pay the dollar more? Uh, if I'm only having a couple, probably. Uh, so I'm gonna take this at a three point seven five. Am I gonna go that? No, you know what? I'm gonna back up, back up. Scratch that. Beep, beep, beep. Thank you. I'm going to go 
69. And who doesn't love a good 69? And, oh, uh, before we close it out here. Yeah. Our friends oh, at what on, was it? Untapped. Yeah, our friends at Untapped. Oh, again, we're raiding the neighborhood. So, awesome. Our friends at Untapped are raiding the ballpark today. Um, untapped, although, put an asterisk by this. Mm-hmm. Untapped was 3.78 on a mere 234 check-ins. <laughs> one, of the, one, of the, one of the lower... One of the lower oh, yeah. checked in. Yeah, that's that's not. A, I don't think that's a that's a good sample. Not that's really. Too low. Not, not really. But I mean, we you know. Yeah. So we would add to that and sure. keep the average rate around the three point seven eight because right. I was two over it and you were nine under. So it'd probably bring the average down about three seven seven. Yeah. But with that, I looked down into the my glass, and I can see I'm out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. Stars that guide me towards salvation.